What's up, guys? It's episode 14 of the DCXP podcast. I am Mike, joined by Joe and Savannah. As always, it's been a while. It's been a little bit, but a lot has happened. And we'll get to everything, but including Savannah Steelers losing. They now have one loss. I thought we were going to skip over that part and just like completely forget it happened, move on, and let's talk about the No, 49ers. no, 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 no. Yeah. And I have, some, I, have, doing that. I have some audio I want to play from the last podcast. I'm glad I found it. We'll do that when we talk about the game. Um, Joe also wrote a piece on dcxpblog.com. You can go check that out. And this is being done on a Saturday, so the shelf life of this podcast in relation to the WFT is probably short, but there's other stuff we'll talk about also. But let's talk about the small stuff first with the teams. The Nationals, Adam Eaton is no longer a National. No, he's not, and we'll miss him. We'll miss him. He, he played I, – I, I kind of brought up his uh, uh, baseball reference page. He's actually going back to the White Sox where he came from. So uh, he's going back to Chicago on a kind of a cheap deal, but he had really only, if you remember, he got injured his first year. Um, I want to say he tore his ACL uh, and then played 95 games the second year. And then the world series year, he played 151 games. And as we remember, he had a lot of good moments that season and he had some big moments in the playoffs in the world series. So thank you, Adam Eaton for your service. Uh, I don't know if anybody has a favorite Adam Eaton memory. I, mine's just a, he hit a home run in the World Series. That was awesome. I just remember that. Yeah. That he, the way I see it with him is even though he lost his season to injury the first year he was here, he did what he had to do. Right. So he came here. The job was to win a championship. He did that. Thank you for your service. We're on to bigger things. He's on to bigger things. We're good to go. It is kind of like you. Well, uh, Lucas Giolito is now a stud. So it's kind of like, oh, we kind of want need you now. It's the same thing with the Capitals and the Philip Forsberg trade. Now they won a Stanley Cup, but I was like, you still could have like one of the best young goal scorers in the game. At, and you probably would have won a cup with him too. So it, it still bothers me a little bit that we gave up somebody else. But yeah, thank you, Adam Eaton. But the other thing I wanted to get to, and this is kind of old, but still funny. Juan Soto is actively recruiting people on Instagram. And it's the funniest thing ever because he's he the MLB put out DJ LeMay who where's he going and Washington was one of the targets and Adam or Juan Soto comments just a bunch of eye emojis on it and then him and uh, Gleber Torres from the Yankees are getting into it like who's gonna get them and if you you can go to Google Translate to translate their tweets but it's just a back and forth like nah he's staying no he's coming to us. And then he, I think he did the same thing with uh, Trevor Bauer, who was a pitcher for the uh, Reds, and he's a free agent, which I'm still waiting for these big names to kind of go places. This is exactly why I love Juan Soto. Like, get involved on Twitter, be funny, talk to people, create a stir, get your name in the headlines for all positive things. For He's actively recruiting stars. Okay, awesome. I just love Juan Soto so much. I want the best for him, and I want all these good people to come and, like, play with him. <laughs> and when's the last time – I think we, we think about this with other teams. Well, first of all, the Washington football team hasn't been relevant to recruit stars. Uh, John Wall never really did it too hard. Um, and then you just – it's cool to have a superstar, I think, who's getting more recognition on a national level, be that guy. Like, oh, almost like – Trying to think of like LeBron, obviously Juan Soto is not LeBron James in his sport, but LeBron James just being able to be like, hey, come play with me. And it, it works. I mean, people take 
crazy discounts to play with LeBron James, which I still find baffling. But um, yeah, Juan Soto, keep doing your thing. We're still waiting to see. The Nationals also laid off their entire sales staff. Yeah, not a good week to work for. So I'm assuming that just means. Um, actually, my my good friend who's a big Nationals fan, uh, he was saying how the learners their ownership is based in commercial real estate, and that's getting crushed right now. So you have to imagine they're like, oh yeah, we're we gotta like save some money. So probably no probably no fans for the at least the beginning of the 2021 season. So I guess yeah, that they don't need a sales staff right now. I mean, they're not. I mean, my buddy was a salesperson for the Angels. He got laid off because they're like, we don't really need you. So yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I, I, I just hope this clears up soon. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see the learners making a big splash for him. Honestly, I think the Yankees are going to keep him. He's like the prototypical Yankee, right? He's yeah. just like a go to work. But doesn't he have a bald head? He chews dip all the time. Like he's the Yankee. So I don't see them unless the Mets, who are willing to spend a billion dollars for a player with the new. Well, ownership. the Mets apparently are going to. They have their new owner. And he's basically like, I'm going to spend so much money. Now, here's the thing. The, the Phillies owner did the same thing and it's kind of backfired. And now they're in financial trouble because they're like, oh, we spent way too much money. And now we have to get rid of people. Yeah. I, and I think the, the Blue Jays won them too. So, you know, yeah. they're, they're battling with a couple teams. Also, there. but I think the other thing is like it's been a national move, probably go after the pitcher rather than the hitter. Uh, so I could see them maybe – going after Trevor Bauer and being like, just get a stud four man rotation and kind of try to win it again with pitching. That's kind of how they've been doing it. So imagine Trevor Bauer is going to mesh with the guys there. He kind of beats to his own drum, which is fine. And I think it's entertaining, but I was just imagining like him telling Max Scherzer, like, I'm going to be next to you in the locker in the clubhouse. And I want you to go on video. Max Scherzer is like, literally go F yourself. Leave me alone. I always remember, I think, uh, Savannah, you say you like fall. His agent is a, is a woman. Uh, I forget her name. Uh, so yeah, she, she, uh, put out a tweet that was a screenshot of a text with Trevor Bauer. And it's just him saying, don't look at Twitter because he was doing some crazy stuff. So he's a, he's a very weird dude. For sure. I think he mm-hmm. was in the playoffs. He like cut himself on his drone and he like didn't apologize. I'm like, you were in a playoff run. Now you can't pitch. He lost the, the World Series for the Indians and I will forever hold that against him. Not that I'm a yeah. huge Cleveland Indians fan, but, but I kind of like put him in a vacuum as a player and be like, yeah, he, if you put him as the four starter, like that's like you have four aces essentially in your lineup. So it would be kind of fun to think about. But so the Nationals still haven't made any moves, but now we'll move on. Uh, we're going to move on to the Washington football team. Savannah, you can't avoid it. Um, here we go. I have audio, and I hope I lined it up right from the podcast. And I hope it comes through the speaker fine. But this is Savannah saying what she would do if the Washington football team lost, or beat the Steelers. I'll get a DCXP chat right here for the Washington Yep. It's on podcast. She said she no would get way. a Washington football. I forgot. Or DCXP tattoo on her neck. in Because right. we were talking about John Wall's tattoo. I thought I said I would buy you guys a beer. I don't think I <laughs> Now, here's the thing. It's all. It's oh, all, my God. It was a joking conversation, so I'll give it to Savannah. Even though right after she said that, I said it was said on the podcast. That's admissible in court. So... 
It's all coming back to me now, and I won't lie to you, after I watched the game, one of the first thoughts that went through my head, not like, oh my god, my team lost, or, I was like, what did I bet on the podcast? I was like, oh, it's just a beer. I'm fine. I can buy a yeah. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> no, my ass was like, I'll get a tattoo. I'm not oh, playing in the game. Tattoo <laughs> right here, too. Oh. <laughs> no regrets. It's going to be DCXP. <laughs> <laughs> No regrets. That's great. That's a great reference. I got it. Yeah, we gotta get that done though. So next time you're in town, we're gonna. Can make you sure just get like a henna though? <laughs> Can you get a? Henna? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so oh, good. Such an this is great. Well, at least uh, you didn't have to shave your head. I mean, that could have been. I knew better than to say that. Tough scene. Yeah. Oh God. Can you imagine? I don't know. Jesus. I don't want to. Okay, well, I'm glad I was listening. I was listening through and I was like, oh, I have to save that audio somehow. I have to grab it. <gasps> anyway, <laughs> the game, awful. the game happened. We'll get though. to it. We'll, we'll figure that out. Later. The game happened. Uh, I'll let Joe talk first because he did write a piece on it. Um, what was the, what was, obviously, huge win, but like, what's the, what's the intricacies about it that you wrote about? I think just the biggest thing is like the defense is coming together. The the bookends, Chase Young and, and Montez Sweat. I mean, I'm looking at Montez Sweat and I honestly I see like shades of Julius Peppers when I watch him now. It's like this guy's legit, thank God. Because everybody's talking about Chase Young. We all know he's legit. But can we that, can I cut you off for a second? So yeah. Montez Sweat, if you remember back in his draft year, he was projected a top ten pick highest he was going as high as four in mock drafts and then he had a misdiagnosed heart condition at the combine which then came back and said no he's actually fine but teams had already taken him off taken him off their draft board and he fell to 25 in which the uh, redskins at the time traded up to draft him so they essentially got a top 10 top five talent at 25 so it doesn't surprise me he's this good. I think it took him a while to figure out like how good he can be. And now he's paired with Chase Young and it's kind of like, oh, what do we do now? Because we got two stud DNs uh, to, to deal with. But yeah, go ahead. Right. And then just having Antonio Gibson leave the game the first five minutes, it seems like. And then having, having that weapon out and then having Terry only catch two balls for 14 yards and still come out with a W, still convert those critical third downs. And at the end of the day, it's like, I can't believe Alex is still doing this. We, we talked like week three, you know, week four. What does this mean? Is Alex Smith going to be the starter? And we kind of like shrugged it off like, ah, I don't know about that. But he's competing. He's winning. These guys, like I said, are fighting for him every single play. Check the tape. And this team looks like, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to play him in the playoffs because they've got the formula, the good defense, the veteran quarterback. And, uh, you know, every, every level is, is playing um, extremely well. So. And I feel like every week, you guys, when we talk about, you know, the team and how to make a Cinderella run, you're like, okay, well, we haven't won every, every game the rest of the season yet. Yeah. Three, so. Hey, and, and they, I mean, I'll tell you two points that are kind of recycled. But if you told me, do the whole, this whole bit, but if you told me Antonio Gibson goes, has, two, I think he had two carries. And the carry he got injured on was like a 13-yard, really nice run. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he starts limping out the field. I'm like, oh, no, don't don't leave. And then he's gone. And then if you told me Terry McLaurin had 14 yards, I'd been like, oh, we lost by 27. Mm-hmm. Like, you told me that was the, the stat line for those guys. So that and also, yeah, with the 
with them beating the Steelers, like now it's like, oh, we can beat anybody or we should be able to beat anybody. So, yes, yeah, so, like mindset. Yeah. So you, that's the thing. I think I was like, yeah, we can win out because Seattle just lost to the Giants. We did the we did the brief thing of looking at each schedule for the NFC East teams. Uh, I didn't have Seattle losing to the Giants and I didn't have uh, the Washington football team beating the Steelers. So that's why you don't predict anything. And right. people get paid to make crazy hot takes. So, uh, you know, you could just take all these wins at the end of the year and just swap the Steelers win for one of the Giants losses, right? Because like, yeah, we lost to the Giants twice. Honestly, we weren't supposed to beat the Steelers. You could literally just swap one of those out. Let's move on. Okay, whatever. We lost to the Giants. Now, there's four games left, right? You got to beat Seattle or Carolina, and you got to beat Philly. That's like the bare minimum. But Philly's broken right one. now. Yeah, I think they can go three and one. And, you know, the other thing we didn't talk about was Logan Thomas and Cam Sims playing mm-hmm. at like the highest level they've played in their career. So that's the other reason. Why Logan I Thomas, I got to dispel this myth. He can play tight end. <laughs> I know on the radio they make fun of him. He's like, ah, he's not. I'm like, D- he's playing really good at tight end. Yeah. Now he, he's really stiff. Like he doesn't have like any wiggle. He reminds me of like a little more athletic Jason Witten. But uh, he, I mean, he had that catch where he got hit, but like in the back before he caught it. Like he's making tough catches and people were making fun of his hands. I'm like, no, this guy can play. And also he has a cannon of an arm because he's a quarterback. He yeah. tossed that ball in the stands that had to have gone to the upper deck. Yeah. I mean, who stood out for you guys though, besides the obvious names? I mean, to me, it's the free safeties and, and, and those role players that are playing without Landon Collins um, you know, obviously shorted down there in the secondary, but playing their asses off. So feels good. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think Cam Sims, I think they're talking about, I still would like to sign somebody. And then there's a report that I don't know where these people are hearing this and who their sources are, but they're going to be interested in like Juju Smith Schuster. If he, the Steelers don't, if the Steelers don't resign him, because I guess they have to pick who they're going to tag, either Villanueva, their left tackle, or Juju. And they're not really known for giving contracts to receivers outside of AB. And then they trade him because he went crazy. So, And they have Deontay Johnson. They have Washington. They have Claypool. So they can just be like, hey, Juju, we don't really need you, and we've been doing this for years. So like, they'll just let him go. Um I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm comfortable just saying, that, yeah, Cam Sims, you showed enough. Because we've done this before. We've had, like, runs where players do good, and the next season they're just like, what happened to you? So I'm not going to go that far ahead of saying Cam Sims is a number two receiver, but um, I think you nailed all the players that played well. I do. Uh, well, McKissick. McKissick had 10 catches. Yeah. Uh, J.D. I call him J.D. McKetchick. Oh, that makes sense. I wish I started talking so the Zoom didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. Horrible pun. Keep going. Well, it's not your worst, though. I'll give it to you. It was okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah, Savannah, you were going to say something. Dustin Hawkins, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was out on him real early on. And you know what? Yeah. I take it back. I'm sorry. You, you showed up. Yeah. You kicked the ball like you're supposed to. And I don't know if I'm really going to congratulate you for doing your job, but congratulations, you did your job. So Dustin yeah. Hopkins, I'm sorry if I ever said anything bad about you. Thanks for coming in clutch. Uh, yeah, Dustin Hopkins, uh, three 40-yard field goals. Um, yeah. It's like a regression to the mean, right? It's like he does and then he kind of 
last five weeks, it's just been knock, knocking him out of the park, that guy. And also missed... Heinz Field, a place where kickers miss a lot of field goals. Which yeah, I don't, right. miss... I don't know if it's the stadium structure, the how the wind kind of can get in there, but Dustin Hopkins. And then uh, Alex Smith at the end of the half, they always they said it was a savvy move. He said he had no idea. He just wanted to get the K ball. I didn't know this for I've watched football my whole life. I didn't know there was a different ball for kicking. Oh yeah. I didn't know. Oh, I mean, it's the same ball, but they like rub it down and stuff and they make it a different texture. I didn't know that. I'm like, what's the K ball? I've never heard that term before. No, typical, typical move for a veteran quarterback, typical press conference response from Alex Smith. Just always so savvy. He's been there before. He knows how to talk to the media. That was obviously on purpose. There's no way it wasn't. There's a great screen grab of like him running off the field, and it's like he's not smiling. It's like almost like a half wince. It's, like, it's a wince, yeah. It's a wince, but like somebody screen grabbed it, and it's all blurry around him. It's like, hey, when you, when you like cheat to beat the best team in football or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, also, Alex Smith got cleated and was bleeding out. That was disgusting. Yeah. And the way he described yeah. it was even more disgusting. He's like, I saw it visibly like oozing out, and I was like, that's gross. I was like, damn, are these guys? He doesn't think it's gross because, like, he's seen his leg, like, literally yeah. cut open. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> freaked out. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, my God. It's, it's like a grenade leg. hit my leg, so I don't really care <laughs> about bleeding, this. guys. Relax. Also, people <laughs> need to not share those pictures anymore. Somebody was like, yeah. somebody said, oh, I know he's doing well and stuff, but I just want to remind everybody where he came from. I'm like, we know. We've it's seen the same tweet. Yep. I was like, we know. We don't have to see that. Anymore. You know, there's been so much talked about. That was so gross. Um, that tweet got flagged by Twitter. They're like, stop sharing these photos. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Take this down. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so well, we kind of talked about the NFC East race. I think it's a two-person race, obviously. The Cowboys are done. Uh, they just got ran over by the Ravens. And then, um, so yeah, I think, I think, who are we giving the edge to? Washington or New York if you had to if you had a gut pick because they, they have to finish one game ahead of them by the way because they don't have the tiebreaker I'm going New York because then I can be pleasantly surprised if Washington goes ahead but like my gut's telling me New York so I'm just gonna go New York. I'm, I'm conditioned to just be like oh it was a great win but we're probably it's just not gonna mean anything at the end like I'm conditioned to think that way but if they go and beat San Francisco which we'll preview real quick but if they go and beat them, like not handily, but like they look like a football team that is competent still and beats them, I'll be like, okay, I guess they're doing well now. Um, yeah. I think I saw a thing that said Alex Smith has not at PFF ratings mean anything, but he has the highest rating for a Washington quarterback since Kirk Cousins, which isn't, I mean, he took over for Kirk Cousins. So, yeah, I mean, there's like. Uh, <laughs> but, Josh, Johnson, Mark Sanchez, like, there's not guys, there's not too much competition there, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. My gut tells me New York just because I, my gut's been telling me New York all week. But I t- truly believe at this moment, Washington's the better football yeah. team with more talent. So I, think I think if that... Washington played New York, they'd win. I try, definitely think that. Oh, yeah. I don't know if – I don't is, is Daniel Jones playing? I don't know if he's playing this week. I think so. um, well, Kyler Murray, for two reasons. Get it together because I got a fancy playoff game and I have to choose between you – and Tom Brady, and I don't know who to pick. <laughs> so I'm, Kyler's playing New York? Yeah, and who's a good okay. defense, and then Tom Brady's playing Minnesota. But Tom Brady could just go out and throw one touchdown. 
in and them scoring other ways. So I have some I have a dilemma on my hands for the playoffs. No, don't ask me. I'm a two win fantasy <laughs> team. So um, yeah, me, me and Mike in the playoffs this week, huh? Look at this. Good. We for don't you, play guys. each other. We don't play each other, but. I want to make sure everybody knows that I drafted a quarterback in the first round of a standard league by accident and was the highest scoring team in the league. So it can be done. I just, I just want to say I've drafted Devontae Adams four straight years now in the first round. He's so and he good. has been. I've, had, I've caught his prime, and I am very thankful for him. I've got one championship because of him, hopefully two. And I want to say, Devontae, if you're listening, I appreciate you, and I'm willing to Venmo you. 15% of my earnings after I win the championship this year. Well, so. well wrapping that, wrapping that up, uh, speaking of Devonte Adams. So NFL films has their mic'd up every week and I watched it and big Ben was mic'd up uh, versus the Washington football team. And it was really funny. I watched the extended one cause they, they keep showing the same one on like social media, but I, so I found the YouTube one. It's like the whole thing. And big Ben's pretty funny. I didn't know he was this like personality on the field like that. He was asking Chase Young, like, why are you dropping in coverage? And Chase Young goes, I don't know, ask my coach. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Big Ben's pretty funny. And then Devontae Adams was mic'd up for the Packers. And he was reminding everybody, hey, guys, Aaron Rodgers is three away from 400. So, like, make sure when you get the ball. Like, and he was talking to Tanya and the Titans. Like, he's, it's probably me or you that's catching this. And then... Uh, he was asking Aaron Rodgers, like, oh, you're three away, you're three away. He's like, he doesn't know. And then Aaron Rodgers is looking away and goes, I know. I know I'm, I'm three away from 400. But then he caught it and, like, like got on a knee and, like, handed it to him and made sure he got the ball. Because James Jones, who works for NFL Network, he tossed the 100th touchdown by Aaron Rodgers into the stands oh, in Atlanta. It was, like, a 75-yard touchdown, and he just chucked it. And then so even Aaron Rodgers on the sideline was like, you caught my 200th, somebody else caught my 300th, you caught my 400th, and then, yeah, J.J. just threw mine in the stands. Like, he didn't care. So it was pretty funny. Aaron Rodgers and uh, Aaron Rodgers is low-key pretty funny, dude. Yeah. But, all right, so. Funny, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter. Did you see the NFL Films video they did of Tress? Oh, I was about to bring that up, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was great. I haven't seen that before. I he's love Tress Way. No, he's he's the man. Guy. I'm so glad. We actually got – um at work at uh, NFL uh, for my NFL, the social media team, it got requested. They're like, Hey, can we cross post, which cross post means like if somebody else posted on Facebook, we just grab it and repost it on whatever channel. And, and they're like, Hey, can we repost this to the NFL account? And I was like, Oh, let's go. Tress Wagon, some shine. Cause they're like, it's blowing. They're like, yeah, cause it's blowing up. We want to like capitalize on it. And I'm like, why wouldn't you? It's Tress freaking way. And they're like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> how old is he like 30 he's 30 yeah i didn't realize he's i forgot years. he signed that i'm glad he got a 15 million dollar deal i'm like good for you yeah trust way in high school trust way oh, i would have had such a crush on him he was so perfect <laughs> <laughs> dude i didn't know how emotional it was gonna i was like oh he's crying i was like he, yeah he's what just gonna I don't know. He kind of looks like, uh, to me, like he looks like he could be a relative of Joey from Friends. Like he kind of has the same. That's so random that you would say face. that. No, you I hate just, on Friends I know, so much. And of all people say it, like you would say it, but <laughs> I, I think he does kind of look. That thought never entered my head. I wasn't looking. I was like, <laughs> oh, you know what he looks like? And I've seen <laughs> Friends a lot. Um, Maybe that's just a weird. But okay, so 49ers game, the 49ers are coming in. I think Nick Mullins is still their starting quarterback. 
that gives that's enough for me to be like, yeah, we got this. Yeah. But at the same time, and they had oh, also the 49ers, they've been screwed. They have to play their games in Arizona because of COVID and uh, their county or whatever doesn't allow them to play a professional game. So they have to go to Arizona and temporary housing and all that stuff. So they're already already screwed up and screwed over. So you got to kind of have to take advantage of that as well. It's a neutral site game. You got to win, in my opinion. If it, no, no, I, people say, oh, no, Antonio Gibson. I'm like, you just beat the Steelers out of Antonio Gibson. So there's no excuse for that. But I have them – I'm just going to – I mean, I don't know if we have any, like, in-depth preview you want to get into, Joe, but um, – I mean, we can just it's, it's a Shanahan level. It's Shanahan game and Trent Williams' revenge game. I mean, he's a left tackle. I don't know how much revenge you could do. Actually, I know he, he can go – destroy somebody if he wanted to but um, it's gonna have to destroy guys like chase young montez sweat deron Payne, jonathan allen so we'll take our chances i, I know mean, i could see it being like a grudge match like a 17 13 we squeak it out type thing i know washington football fans are praying they see chase young just somehow bull rush trent williams and get to nick mullins for a sack that's what they want I don't know. I don't see it. But. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen because Trent Williams is still maybe the best left tackle in football. But um, I a hot ha- take. He's had a rough year. That's a hot take. Uh, mm. He's had a rough year. That's a hot take. Uh, it's okay. not his fault, but I'll take. Okay, you know, well, I'm saying Cornelius Lucas best left tackle in the game. He's played well. He actually has played well. He actually on that screen pass to Cam Sims on a third and I think fourteen that set up this. I think one of their scoring drives. He was out in front. He got to like the 50 yard line from his left tackle position. If you, they, they, they analyze it and they like put a spot shadow on him and he just, he hauled ass. Yeah, no, he's playing well. I'm just kidding. He's playing well though. Um, okay. So, uh, oh yeah, we're not going to into too much because listen, like if you listen to this, it's a day before the game, less than 24 hours. So there are people out there, Mike, that are waiting. Wait, our for this. listens have gone up. And our views have gone up, and our subscribers are have gone up on YouTube, like we talked about last time. Finally, <laughs> subscribed. Nice, subscribed. Um, we have, I think, sixty-two or sixty-three subscribers, so thirty-eight to thirty-seven more, and then we can make it easier to find us. But I have the Washington Football Team winning, which means they're probably going to lose, but winning twenty-seven to twenty-one. Okay. It's a lot of points. A lot of points. Well, the over-under is like set at 43 and a half right now. So. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Well, you got Alex Brady back there. I mean, this is – feel good, man. Last quarter of the season. You just call him Alex Brady. Sc- <laughs> yeah. Who am I supposed to be scared of, by the way? Am I supposed to be scared of San Fran or Carolina, Philly? This is three and one written all over it, guys. Sorry, you got at least two in there. Carolina and Philly are must-wins. Because yeah. of you're a better team than them. Yeah. I'm taking the Washington football team. Okay. Because uh, I bet against them last week. And... You not only bet against them, you, you know, said you they were going to lose 27 to 3 or something. <laughs> I learned my lesson. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Okay. They're going to win. And the final score is going to be 24. Oh, you froze. Ooh, I'm sus- oh, the suspense. I couldn't tell if she was frozen or deep. Wait, you froze. So there, that was suspense. You said 24. 
And you were like this just... too. You were just like this for <laughs> seven seconds. No. And I was like, damn, she's really thinking. On my end, I said it and then you guys froze. So I was like, do I sound like an idiot for what I just said? Like, they're not saying anything. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to rethink that one. Um, never mind. Okay. Mm. 2417. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the reaction I was looking for before. Okay. Yeah. I was that like, dang, she really contemplated thought here. Uh, no, that makes sense. I can see that. Joe, but, did you get one? Yeah, seventeen, thirteen skins. Okay. Or Washington. All right, so and, we all picked them. That's the first time ever, probably. I think we yeah. all. And usually, what that means is they lose. So. Well, Savannah, if if Washington, if you predict everything correctly the rest of the season, you don't have to get a tattoo on your neck. Wow. Okay. Double or nothing, basically. <laughs> If I don't predict it correctly, I'll get it even bigger. <laughs> All the way down. Oh, yeah. DC sports experience, if you don't get it better. Yeah. I'll do a whole at, like, DCXP and then at DCXP. Yeah. Just a, the <laughs> circumference of your neck just gets all the way around. Like, is that a necklace? Like, no, it's my tattoo. Do you want to subscribe? Oh, my God. Okay. Well, we're moving on because there's nothing – did something happen with the Wizards? Oh, yeah. John Wall got traded. Oh, darn. That guy? That John Wall? Happened. Oh, I what am I going to do with that? that? Sell it. it. No, don't sell it. Um, it. Doesn't it have his autograph on it? Isn't that signed? That's a ticket from his second year in the league. He was nice enough to sign that ticket for me, so I appreciate him for that. I was just a sophomore boy in high school, just looking for a mentor and an idol. And John Wall was well, there for me. we won't get into it too bad. I think we're going to try to get somebody on, possibly that can talk both Washington uh, football and Washington Wizards, because uh, this is a big deal. Uh, the I mean, Russell Westbrook is a wizard, and it's just weird. Like, it's just, it's just weird. I, I I can't. I watched John Wall last night with the Rockets. I was like, oh, that, that was like my not closure, but it's like, oh, he's not a wizard anymore. And Russell Westbrook's not even playing in the first preseason game, so we have to wait to watch him play. But, yep, um, that that news was broke to me by my coworkers in Slack. In a, I was just, I wasn't paying attention to my phone. I was just working, and all of a sudden, I see a, I get desktop notifications, so it comes across the top right of my screen, and it's. Uh, I see the Twitter link that says Woj and I'm like, oh, somebody's dropping a Woj bomb. And I go, I click on it. And the first name I read is John Wall. I was like, oh, this is a real, that's a real tweet. And at first I was like a first rounder, but now it's a heavily protected first rounder. So it's essentially a player for player swap. I'll, I'm going to let Joe talk about it first. I like it. I like, I like Russ. You know, I've liked Russ. See, we're opposite. There. I hate his game. Yeah, no, I, I like his game because he's like an energy. He's uh, regardless of the on the court stuff. The reality is, Russ brings a locker room together better than John Wall does, and that's just my observation. I agree. With I've that. been following the Wizards for my whole life, so it's like okay, we've had two point guards the last twenty years that are highly respected around the league for their play on the court. But when it comes to a locker room, I'd probably rather have Russell Westbrook than John Wall, Gilbert Arenas, name another guy even Michael Jordan. Um, I'd rather have Russ in my locker room than those guys. So I really like where they're, what they're doing. And then, you know, with all the young guys and the young guys that Russ has played with in his career, I just think it's a really good combination of 
talent and personalities and even the fact that everybody's from different countries. I just, I, I really like the feel of this team moving forward. I think they all like each other. I agree. I think Russell Westbrook, and again, like I just started my Wizards fandom, so I'm very new to this whole train. Yeah. I'm like all aboard the Russell Westbrook train. I think he's fun. I like to follow him. He sings. Um, this is the kind of energy that I want around a team. That I, I, did get, like, I did get that feel. I was like, this is a, this is a Savannah player. Mm-hmm. I was like, he, why do people not want him? My whole critique of John Wall was that he was playing spades during an interview. I was like, disrespectful. <laughs> He tells people that everyone's too buddy-buddy. That's rude. And then Russell Westbrook comes in. He's like, who wants to dance? Who wants to sing? wants to take pictures? I'm like, my wizard's yeah. prayers have been answered. I should have joined this team fam, a long time ago. Because apparently what I asked Yeah, him, no, you'd be – yeah. No, I – and that's not to take anything away from John, though. I mean, John did a lot for the city. Great guy, hard worker, and, nice player. we have to – listen, this is the LeBron rule, okay? Anytime you do philanthropy and stuff, you have to announce it and you have to – you have to tell everybody that that person does it. So that's, we get the LeBron rule out of the way. But other than that, I mean, Russell's probably a better, a better fit moving forward. So I'm so, on board with you there. So I'll say this. I don't, he will win you games. I think him and Brad alone will be able to get them to the playoffs. Cause I think he is a, uh, you don't know what John Wall will be. I, people are freaking about John Wall's performance last night. He played really, really well in limited minutes. But also, James Harden was not playing, and we don't know how those two are going to play together. Also, James Harden might be traded because he's going to little baby's birthday party, maskless. Did you see the gift he got, little baby? Side note, he gave him a hundred G's in cash, and then like a super expensive, I think, chain. Yeah. And I was like, what? Let me get friends that just give me a duffel bag of cash. You got to get guys that make Where are those friends year at? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I've never liked Russell Westbrook's game because he always jacks up bad shots. Like, for example, with Kevin Durant, who's the best scorer I think I've ever seen play, he wouldn't give him the ball when he needed to give him the ball, and Russell Westbrook would take him by himself, take bad shots, and I've just never – I think he's a stat patter. We could go back and forth. All yeah, I, but my point is this. I didn't think he was a good basketball fit with Bradley Beal. I think he doesn't have near the court vision John Wall does. But I'll say this might work for – another reason that's not discussed because Russell Westbrook didn't get along with Kevin Durant for multiple reasons. But one of the things was their off court personalities. Russell Westbrook is a, as crazy as he as on the court, he is a low key family dude, like just wants to chill off the court. That's what I've like heard. And you can kind of see on Instagram. He's like, he loves his family. He's a family guy. Kevin Durant apparently was kind of not that, I mean, he doesn't have a family. Apparently I've heard, I've heard stories about him, you know, flying in Instagram models and going out in the club life, that kind of stuff. They probably didn't mesh on the court because of what that happened. And then off the court, they probably didn't hang out. Uh, John Wall was similar to KD. He kind of likes the club life and going out and having fun. Now he has two kids now, but it really hasn't stopped him um, from having fun. And Bradley Beal is a low-key, chill family guy. I think Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook off the court will mesh, and I think that will ultimately possibly help them on the court be able to figure out their differences when Bradley Beal is like wide open and Russell Westbrook decides to take a shot like five seconds into the shot clock. Like that's going to happen. I think Bradley Beal is a more mature player to deal with it, hopefully. So that's why I think it might work. The other thing I wanted to say was 
this is I did I discounted or underestimated Russell Westbrook's like star power. And what I mean by that is I never pegged him as one that had like a horde of a following. That's that, that's the wrong word, not horde. Like he has one of those like, hey, wherever he goes, his fans go. I never really pegged him as that because I guess he's been in OKC so long. But when he got traded, the the video the video of him practicing first on YouTube. These YouTube videos, if you go look at the Washington Wizards YouTube page, all these videos are like 2,000 views, 5,000 views, 2,000 views. Russell Westbrook's first day of practice, 1.4 million views to watch him run around a couple seconds. That's what he does. I and I and had 1,200 comments, and like the top comment was, "Oh, we're so we're all Russell Westbrook stands now with the Wizards." I was like, "This is crazy." The yeah, Wizards gained crazy. like a whole following based on just that. We wanted that though from guys like Brad and John. We never got that. And and also Bradley Beal, uh, I actually commented this from the DC account on Twitter under Bleacher Report because they they posted they couldn't they keep posting Russ content, and I just go. I think I said Russ is getting the Wizards more national attention in the last three days than they've gotten the last three years. And it got like 70 likes on Twitter. I, I guess I got in there early enough for a top comment, but it's true. They get, they've, I've never seen this much attention around. And like John Wall kind of was getting it with the Rockets. They were like, oh, John Wall and his new threads. Cause him and Boogie Cousins both coming back from injury. They got some love last night, but Man, it's crazy. It's weird. The Wizards have national attention now, even though they have zero national TV games, but that happened. And before. I'm happy, by the way, that it's – sorry to cut you off. I'm happy it's positive attention. Like positive, positive attention. This team's in, in, in need of that. And uh, I'm also thankful that we don't have, like, a super dramatic point guard like Kyrie Irving on our team because, oh, my God. Did you guys hear what he said no. the other day? Well, I know he's not oh, talking man. to the media. He said, Right, he called them pawns. He said, I don't talk to pawns. That's what he called the media. And he, he put out three statements saying how he's not going to talk to the media this season. But the last one was even NBA players are calling him pretty disrespectful for that. I mean, God, I'm happy he's not my player. I think that's I all think... I'm saying. He's just, he's just, and him and Kevin Durant, back to your point with Russ and Kevin, I think Kevin likes to hang out with guys like Kyrie Irving who just come up with excuses to not do things the right way. And it's really annoying. But I'm I'm just I'm I'm very pleased that we got a guy with the character of Russell Westbrook on our team. No, and there's again he's just a I think he's just he is a good dude. I mean I, I didn't really follow him as like a person because obviously he never played on he didn't play on the Washington like I didn't really like know him as a person. I know him as this crazy on court guy who takes bad shots and can shoot you out of games. Like that's how I viewed him. Who yeah is ultra still ultra athletic. Um, there's a funny, I just found it. There's a funny meme somebody made because Denny Avdia, who seems very like we, he wants to learn so far. Uh, what are you, what are you talking about? I love him so far. Um, there's that video of him and Brad talking, uh, when Brad was mic'd up, which is, you know, just content. I love to see inject that into my veins as they say, but there's this photo of Denny talking to Russ. You see it. And the meme is. Russ starts to talk. He goes, what position you play? Teammate goes, shooting guard, even though that's not right. But Russ goes, cool. Ain't nobody shooting the ball with me and Brad, so you should find something else to do. <laughs> it's true. I'll but, be yeah. curious to see how many shots they put up together. I mean, it'll be a well, fun season. I'm excited. If there was a way to get season tickets, we we would probably have those right well, now, right? R- yeah, maybe. I I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, I'm. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I am. Con- I'm. I'm wondering still who's going to start the three because people keep saying like Chris Miller said that it's going to be Denny or he thinks it's going to be Denny. And I hear Chase Hughes on the radio. Shoot, if we can get Chase Hughes on, I'll argue with this. Like he keeps putting out the bad numbers of Denny shooting, and I'm like, no, mention that he shot 35% on more attempts. I. I He's like he he's gone he's done the radio twice now. Chase, if you're listening, you keep saying 27%. That was with limited number of attempts. He shot 35%. I'm just saying people are overblown in shooting. Shout out to Chase, Quentin, uh, Quentin Mayo, and Chris Miller, though. They're killing it in these pressers. Again, people what they need to hear, and and we appreciate you. So thank you so much. But uh with that with with that said, uh I love you, Chase, and yeah, we'll we'll probably try to have you on. But to, to dispel that myth. Also, speaking of his shooting, I think Rui told people he his shooting reminds them of Davis Bertans, and I was like, <laughs> let's 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 pump that. Pump it breaks. <laughs> if, if he shoots like Davis Bertans, then like we probably got the best player in the draft. So. Um, and then to quick touch on a couple more things with the Wizards before we move on. Um, I really like what Tommy Shepard did with this whole Rui Denny thing because, um, you know, it looks like Rui's more of like a 4-3, like power forward, small forward type of hybrid. And then Denny's more of like a 3-4, so small forward, power forward hybrid. And I think just having those two guys compete, uh, it just brings, I don't know, it just brings the energy up on the team. And I really do like what they're doing there. I mean, I don't know what you feel about that, Mike, but having that open competition, it's no, really I like cool it. having like all these young guys. I think Denny should start because when you people, I think, put too much stock into starting. It's like you could start the game, but you may not finish the game. Like it's not like you start the game. That means you're going to finish. No, like you might start the game, get 15, 20 minutes, and the guy coming off the bench gets 21 to 25 minutes. Like that's how sometimes it works. So I think Denny could start because he's a guy who can maybe hit the knock, hit the spot up three, also can play make. He's very smart, moves about the ball, and guys like Russ and Brad will find him. Um and then Troy Brown could come off the bench with like Davis Bertons and stuff like that. And that unit, this, I feel like, you know, Scott Brooks has his hands full with what, how he does that. But I'm just, I'm just disappointed that Russell Westbrook's not playing in the game tomorrow. Cause it's like all I was looking for like that and the Washington football team. And I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to watch Russell Westbrook. But up, oh, never mind. That's okay. And, but also they're playing tomorrow. It's Saturday right now. They're playing on Sunday. If anybody didn't know that, I don't know exactly what time, but uh, they are playing the Brooklyn Nets, I think. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll have probably more Wizards talk as the season gets closer. But now, do what we want to we... touch on the biggest? You cut out for a second. Sorry. Oh no no. Um, go ahead. I was gonna say, are we gonna touch on the biggest story of the of the week here, Bachelorette? Yeah. So I had to. We oh. didn't talk about it last se- or episode because I was super behind. So I binge watched. Three episodes last night, which was hard to do when you can't skip ads. It's really annoying. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. I'm just like, uh, but some of the ads were like 10 seconds. Like if you watched on, I watched on Hulu. If you watch on like YouTube TV, like they make like every ad like five minutes. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So some of the ads were short enough where it was bearable. But I ate, I ate two dinners during this time stretch. Like That's how long this took. So I'm all caught up. I have my notes. Not as much as I usually take, but. So I, I don't know where to start. Uh, we're going to try to... Yeah, I don't know where to start either. Keep this... Say, what even happened two episodes ago? Okay, so I, I think I got, I'm trying to find the sticky note where I wrote this down. Um, You've gone through the whole cycle of her, like us thinking Brendan was the number one, 
and now it's you know is it zach okay okay here we go so I, I, this is what I wrote down. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to literally write down or I'm going to read you each note line, how I wrote it. So it's just to me how I did it. <laughs> I said, truth or dare, best orgasm. Noah drama, Bennett beef, Ben, 2.30 AM, Ed wrong place, wedding photos, easy. No, Bennett screwed. Noah sucks. Tic Tacs poured in the mouth. What the F was that? Zach, sixth grade story, is he lying? Bennett, all caps. Okay. <laughs> so let me re So the truth or dare, best orgasm, which just sounds weird, when they had to pick up the phone and then for a minute. Oh, yes. Oh, I that, thought you were saying, like, who you think has the best orgasm. I was like, no, that was, that was grade A comedy. I laughed out loud when I realized they were broadcasting it to the other guys, basically, who had no idea what was going on. And then the other guys picked up on the voices and were like, <laughs> I think Easy said, uh, it's like, damn, Blake's got some demons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blake's the best. I love Blake. So the thing is, uh, just uh, we can go back to like a bit more broad stuff, but Blake went during that challenge. I could like he, Kenny already went. Kenny did his minute. And Blake, like, he, he grabs the phone and you could tell he's just like, I have to commit. And he like picks up, like smacks the table and just like oh, goes to town. Like he had uh, physical emotions with it. And I was like, yeah, good job, Blake. Good job. You sold that one. Pretty good. But yeah, the guys that had to listen to it, they're like, what the hell is going on? What was Bennett's line when he was doing his? Or was it Ben? or sorry, Blake, when he was doing his, they, he said, he said like a line that he would say. And I was like, that is the most ridiculous thing. He's like, I, are we doing good or something? <laughs> no, that was Bennett. Bennett, Bennett was like super like nerdy with his. He yeah, said some weird really lines. Really I was like, what? Um, it's good stuff though. But Great. yes. So I don't remember. I, I, it's hard to go back three episodes, but, uh, so they had the truth or dare challenges. I'm trying to think of what happened during that episode in particular. Oh, there's Noah drama with Bennett who, yes. oh, um, God. first of all, I'm just going to say, I, I, Noah sucks. Noah really does suck to me. Eh, no, he sucks. You've been he's a Bennett a, guy this he, whole time. He's though, a, right? No, Ben, I'll say this. Bennett is annoying, but Noah literally lied to Hold her. On. In this whole thing, though, between outside of those two, Ed Ed is is the worst in my. Ed opinion. sucks, yeah, but we're talking I about Noah. <laughs> Noah lied to Tasha. Do you you hate Ed too? Yes, Ed sucks. Yeah. He I just never, fucking I've never bitches liked about Ed. people, and he doesn't do anything. He just sits there. I was I was shocked Ed made it that far. I'm shocked that Ed got that rose the one of those rose ceremonies because he's now gone. But Noah lied to Tasha, and nobody like I was like, you guys can correct this by saying that never happened. <laughs> He said nobody questioned her integrity or whatever. Or huh. he said, uh, he said, oh, you just gave me this rose for show. I'm like, nobody ever said that. He stretched the truth for sure talking about that. I think in his little Noah brain, he thought he was going to say, was going to be like, I chose you for a reason, Noah. And they were going to make out on the couch. I don't think 
that he thought by telling her that, that she was going to like literally go confront all the guys and be like, who's questioning my integrity? I literally thought he was going to do it to make like a cute moment out of it of like, please reassure me, Tasha, that you like me. He didn't mean for it. That's a good, uh, that's a good like psychiatrist way of put it. If we're going to know his head. (laughs) I think that's Uh, a good point. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. I think Noah knew what he was doing. Um, and it did screw out a lot of guys with time. So I, I don't know. And I know Bennett was being petty, but Bennett's, some of Bennett's lines to Noah are so funny. Like when he, I'm trying to skip ahead now, but when he kicked him out of the seat, like sitting next, he kicked him. Oh, he's like, yeah. he's like, I'm actually supposed to be sitting there. He's like, you just made that up. No, you're not. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not messing with you right now. Like he just gets up. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, Bennett, that's a, that's a pretty uh, alpha move right there. And then making and out with like, her blindfolded. You know, straight out of a book, his moves, you know? It's a little too calculated if you ask me. Um, yeah. uh, what was going on? I'm trying to think. I'm just scatterbrained because it's like I just watched three and a half I, I hours. Think, speaking of this, where Bennett kicks her out of the seat to paint or whatever they're doing. That date got a little too dark for me. Like, oh, that's what I meant to say. Quickly. Oh, yeah. That there was well, each it seems like they're going. Every episode had like a super dark moment, and I was and like, that happens every season where like guys open up to Tasha or whoever the bachelor or bachelorette is. You have a moment where you tell them, you know, this is why I am the way that I am. So, is this kind of like the voice where you only can get on the show if you have some crazy past? It used to not be. It used to just be like, oh, you know, I'm just bad at love. Ha ha. And now it's getting progressively more Can, dark. This is just an yeah. aside because of that. Did you hear the story of how Luke Combs wasn't invited on the live shows of The Voice or the audition because he's, quote, not interesting enough? Because I don't know if anybody knows this about The Voice. You don't just like show up and do this. You have to go through like multiple auditions behind the scenes, kind of like American Idol. And he said he crushed every single one. Like his first audition, he's like the only dude. And he like crushed it. He got to like the third one and they basically sent him a letter saying, hey, you were great and all, but you're just not interesting enough for us. You can't come on the show because they have to go have a sob story or whatever. He's just like, I'm just a normal dude with a great voice. And now he's the number one, in my opinion, country artist out there right now. So yeah, it's it's weird that I'm just now, I'd said that because it's relatable to the, shows like do they now have to have like hey do you have some crazy crazy stuff you're hiding up like a failed suicide attempt and do you want to talk about it on national television cool he didn't even tell his sister yeah he's like yeah i guess we're gonna go deep it's like jesus i didn't know we were gonna go that deep and want to preface our this whole thing by like i appreciate ben sharing that that's an important topic to touch on i'm glad he's able to talk about it now and is in a better place no nothing against ben in the slightest more in producers, that is messed up to make someone talk about that on national television that hasn't told their sister. And you know they're doing it because it sounds good. Yeah. And what if Tasha's probably like, oh, shit. I, I don't know how it. known her for like two weeks at this point, right? Yeah, you know this person heavy. for two weeks. They said they almost committed suicide. I don't know. If I, I, I would be like, um, I don't know if I can marry you eventually. Like, I, it's a, you're, that's kind of risky to me. It's just a lot to like pin someone's trauma and be like, let's talk about your trauma and then still see if I want to date you while I'm getting to know you. But now the most of the things I know about you are your deepest, darkest demons. Yeah. yeah. And it then, seems like she's like evaluating who has the darkest past and she's just going to kind of pivot from those people. Like, I don't know. 
it's kind of uh it's a tough it's tough for those guys uh, i forget what I, I don't fall for the producer teases anymore but there was one that actually got me i'm trying to think of it when she was walking away from zach at the uh uh that might have been it because that wasn't like hostile at all but they showed like her walking away from zach and he's just like ah oh. but it was it, like it, a completely it, different scenario it was her you know? walking Does away from, remember that? it was her walking away from the group but yeah his actual thing because okay that's from the lie detector because when they had the lie detector by the way that lie detector a couple of things looked like they bought it at toys r us the other thing is you don't take a lie detector test and just have anybody strap that stuff on it, like you need to answer yes or no questions like that was not a real lie detector test like can we get, can we make sure we know that oh no screen that was literally doing like life <laughs> in a hospital was that like bouncing across the screen yeah <laughs> producers are in the back like waiting to press the green button like after three seconds they're like oh yeah, so, yeah. i the, and i was gonna say with the zach thing because he said have you ever cheated before and he's like yes <laughs> and he got me pretty good with his story and he's like it was a ballerama i was like oh, that's weird it's like and i french kissed her when i was still dating emmy He's like, like that was my sixth grade. I was like, it's like, oh, so, I mean, I, I'm, t I think, you know, if you kissed another girl, it's technically cheating too. But it's like, oh, that's, I was like, that's it. Like, and I was like, I was like, six, oh, six, okay, that's hilarious. Like, it's like, good job. Even though I feel like that would be something a really good writer would throw into a script, but yeah. that's your, if that's how funny and clever you are, then. <laughs> yeah, I think he's I lying know. though. I think he actually did cheat or something, and that's why he said yes. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out soon. And he was able to be like, or or he said yes because he has, and he was able to be that clever on the spot and be like, okay, I'm just gonna make up some crazy sixth grade story. I think you're reading too much into that. I'm not. Tr I'm not trying to. I'm just. Hey, I, I. If he's that clever on the spot, that's that's pretty sociopathic, but. <laughs> That's... I'm just really pissed off at producers of all of Bachelor, and I get this way every season, but the fact that they definitely talked to Riley before the polygraph exam to say, here are the questions we're going to ask you. Is there any reason you would fail these? And he's like, well, I guess technically like I changed, or they know that he changed his name legally. And then for him to fail the question of, did you change your name? And then it'd be like this whole big storyline, like dude's been through some stuff. That's technically technically his legal name but then the producers in the back like he's lying yeah. press the red light bulb <laughs> yeah i i it's i just want to know how that was done i mean i didn't know what his past was in the producer teasers i was like did riley kill somebody like jesus he's like is this the day i'm gonna let let it go crying i was like oh man we're in for an episode here but just a name change which um, is kind of crazy but so Easy, uh, I'm trying to like just like get through these like little points. Easy had a really good date and then got just told to go home. No, 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 no. Easy did not have a great date and then told her to go home. Easy told her that he was falling in love with her and then uh, got set home. Easy watched one too many episodes of the show. New on your one on one. He's kind of late in the season. It's about that time the guys are going to start saying they're falling in love with her. And he's like, This is my time. I got to say it. He doesn't mean it. He's a liar. She saw through oh, it. Oh, I know. Oh, I think I think they're all Easy. lying. I don't think anybody's. Do you really think falling. he's a liar? Easy does not love Tasha. He likes the yeah. idea that he'd stick around another week. I love Easy. No, yeah. The same Easy way that was he good. Loves Easy. Tasha. Um, 
I just, I think when you send easy home for saying that and then keep a guy like Noah, who's just clearly immature, I'm sorry. I'm with Bennett on that one. Oh, she's going to be sent home next week, right? He doesn't make hometowns. There's no way. Um, well, here's the thing. There's that um, shot of uh, Noah getting ready in the mirror before he has to sit down with Bennett and Tasha. So he's like in the mirror. I remember there was a teaser back when Tasha first took over and it was, it previewed the hometowns. And it was like a dad saying like, this guy's not right for you. And it was Noah checking himself in the mirror. I'm like, is he going to make it that far? So I wonder if that's actually foreshadowing Noah being that guy, if they just straight up gave that away, even though it was a different scene they were showing. Um, I know. I don't know, know, but I know who the hometowns are going to be. I feel like it's pretty obvious. Oh, yeah. No, there's some obvious. Zach, Ben, Brendan, and Ivan. Yeah. Ivan is, Ivan has a, Ivan has a good, uh, has had like good dates with her. Yeah. By the way, I, I, I want to be Ivan's friend. Ivan seems so cool. Yeah, Ivan's cool. He was crying. Ivan's just nice. That one day. Yeah. He's just a Ivan, nice he's guy. He's just a good dude. And here's the thing. If he loses, he's just on another list of nice guys that finish last. No, he's going to he's gonna be top three. Well, Joe, you had Jason winning, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why Jason got sent home. I feel like he was – he kind of got had targeted the, there. He, he, had, he already had beef with uh, what's his face, Ed, and he got he, targeted. He got shafted. That was BS. He's gonna be back. He's gonna be the bachelor. Uh, but no, he's gonna run paradise. He'll have a think, brand new vacation. Um, I hope Bennett gets in paradise. He will. Oh. <laughs> wait a um, second. Can we just talk about the fact that Bennett is actually a psychopath? <laughs> wait, wait a second. Uh, hold on. I, I, before we get to that, I was going to say uh, real quick because we, we can wrap some of these points up. Did anybody think the wedding photo thing was creepy? Yeah, that was super weird. I was I like, never do that in my life. Nope. Sorry. It's You're not supposed to put a wedding dress on before like actually getting married. Uh, so, Especially so... when you know someone for like two weeks. <laughs> Unless you're Claire and Dale. Uh but it, it ran in their family it's like hey i met your mom and hitchhiked three weeks later to propose to her oh yeah what the hell was that about both their families hitchhiked um anyway <laughs> so yeah, yeah bennett came bennett came back i want to know how that works because he got sent home like how does that work savannah you tell me okay let me break it down for you this is how this went bennett gets sent home Bennett's walking through like the little, I'm going to call it a campus or whatever it is, little campus that they're all on. He's so distraught. He's like, how did I, Bennett, a Harvard grad, get sent home? I am better than Keisha. She doesn't see that. How dare she? I won't be embarrassed like this on television. I'll get the last word. So he over to producers and said, I love her. I have to tell her. If I don't tell her, my heart's going to explode out of my chest. And they said, wow, if you say it just like that, we'll let you back on TV, my friend. And he said, wow. So So he slept in one of the other buildings. Nobody knew. And there he was, planted by producers. Very calculated, man. Well, um, his, uh, before they met with Taisha, his back and forth with Noah, I thought was kind of funny um he gave him the gift and i think here's the thing i think he is condescending but i don't 
I think he actually was being like, hey, Noah, like you're super immature. If you want to ever be like good enough to be a dad, he's like, read this. Like, I think he was actually being, it's weird. It's trying, I'm trying like to, because he's being condescending. I don't think he knows he's being condescending, but he's actually trying to be helpful. So, and, and Noah just was like, screw you, dude. <laughs> like Noah, and then here's the thing. Noah played, Noah played super victim when he met with Tasha about it. He was like, he's just being mean to me. And then he started crying. And I was like, oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. And then I, I knew, I knew when he did that and he's like, he just, he, he just throws these jabs and I can't take them anymore. And then I knew right there that he was going to at least not, at least not be sent home. I was like, oh, she's definitely going to, oh, when he pulled the, he's going to be condescending to you or whatever. I was like, yep, that was the, that was the silver was bullet right there. I know there. That's very, very good job by him. Um, that was a good silver bullet. Um, so then, and also they were really an earshot of, of, like they showed where Bennett was sitting while they were talking. And I was like, that's like earshot. If I heard something shit like bad about me, I'd be like, uh, I'm getting up to clarify that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think the Bennett thing's going to like, I think he's not going to win the thing. No, I, I think that she'll let him back for the rose ceremony and then she'll send both Noah and Bennett home. That makes sense. Also, uh, the other jab when they were at the art thing when he's like how do you spell uh privileged there and i and i i forgot that bennett had like a spelling issue in the earlier episode and i was like man i, I want to know bennett's background because he was very adamant about not like growing up like wealthy or privileged so i wonder what his background is i can tell you exactly what it is wealthy and privileged <laughs> you think so what happens if he was like super poor and and unfortunate and then like made him a harvard grad Regardless, he's kind of a dick, right? So, yeah. yeah. I'll come and apologize on this podcast, but for now, I'm pretty stand firm that he's a dick. Uh, but, okay, before we, like, wrap this up, I want to say when he says to Noah, there's four elements of emotional intelligence, and you're deficient in three. I was like, yo. I'm using that line at every bar from here on out. Like, yeah. there's, there's four elements of emotional intelligence. You're deficient in three. Yeah, that's how you tell off a guy and he's like what are you talking about like what what elements i was like i don't know but you're deficient in three of them yeah in three. I, I couldn't even tell you the uh, it was like self-awareness social awareness i i don't remember them who knows but it's a good line anyway okay here are you guys final four i gave mine wait a second savannah you cut out there so is Bennett I said, back? who's your final so four? Okay. Ben, pretend Bennett's back at the rose ceremony. So you have Bennett, Noah. Ivan. Ivan. Zach C. Brendan. Blake. Ben. Blake. Ben. Blake. Wait. Bennett, Noah, Ivan, Brendan, Blake's still Blake. there. I can't believe it. I feel like Blake hasn't even said anything to her wait, this whole time. Wait. Bennett, Noah, Ivan, Brendan, Ben, oh, Zach. Um, so there's going to be a rose ceremony where only four are chosen. Okay. And Blake has to have his one-on-one -on -one with her. So, okay. I think Brendan and Ivan and Zach are locks. Okay. So wait, so Brendan, Brendan, Ivan, Zach. That means I have Ben, Blake, Noah, and Bennett. 
Um, I think Zach's going to get sent home. It's going to be a, a it's going to be the heartbreak of the season. And she, uh, thought she was falling in love with him. Fuck, I know, but she's going to have to make a decision, and it's going to be Ivan, Ben, Ivan, Ben, Bennett, and I, uh, I think. Uh, I think the Ben Ivan Ben Bennett. Who am I missing? Ivan Ben Bennett and uh, not Zach. Brendan. Um, Brendan. Yes, I think it's going to be Brendan at the end of it. But, I like that. I like Brendan yeah. as her final. I can't believe Blake's still there. I'll say it again. Like Blake, I love Blake. I'm so happy. He's my favorite, but he has just had zero. Oh wait, isn't? Her. Oh wait, Spencer got sent home. The worst performing first impression rose of the bachelorette ever yeah. oh wow like oh, someone I forgot he got a first impression rose spencer he made it four weeks which is the same amount of time that dale and claire knew each other so he had ample opportunity and he did yeah. not yeah he just seemed like a cardboard cutout of just like a pretty boy who said good things though he didn't really do anything no he was just there he was just so there he's he's he nice to look at for people um so ivan brendan zach uh, i don't know who i don't think i don't yeah i think it's gonna be blake and blake interesting so with that said i think i think brendan or ivan's gonna win because i think even though she likes zach i think the age thing's gonna be like oh you are also like seven years older than me so and then brendan's like my age and ivan's a little younger i guess um wait how old's ivan Ivan's younger. He's like twenty six or twenty seven. Okay. Twenty six. He's also yeah. like he's also an air, isn't he like a aerospace engineer? Yeah. So he probably makes some good money too. At least oh, I think those people make good money. I think so. I uh -huh. have Ivan four, Ben three, Zach two, Brendan one. Yeah, I don't know if I how I rank them. I think Brendan. You said Ivan four. Ivan four. So I think I have Ivan two. Brendan one. Brendan's Zach my one. Ivan's four. my two. Yeah. Okay, so we all have Brendan as our unanimous winner, which means he won't win. <laughs> yeah, it's probably we got we got another dark story coming out next next episode. Yeah, he hasn't Brendan. said anything weird. He was married before. That's his only. That's I feel, his oh, I feel like that's a theme. Everybody's been married. I, I don't even look into that as much. I mean, no, oh, good for you. You tried it out, didn't work. For Zach party. had some Zach had some crazy stuff brought up that I was like, oh, whoa, okay. Recovering drug addict. I mean, again, good for you. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm happy you're here. Also, when she asked him earlier in the season, I was like, how are you 36 and single? Well, a big chunk of my years, I was, I don't remember them. That's essentially. Yeah. But like, that's how a relationship works. At first, you don't tell them everything and then it slowly comes out. But when yeah. you're on this expedited relationship train where it's like i have to tell you this before we get engaged in two weeks yeah I, I think i think the ben thing scared like i think if somebody told me that they commit like or failed suicide i'll be like uh nah i can't i can't like I, that would that would freak me out enough to be like yeah i'm gonna send you home but um no, i'm gonna get to know them see how they change or anything or just he also was in the military those guys have ptsd like uh, it's that would be that'd be a lot to handle. Yeah. Um, we did all forget about Riley. Oh wow! Oh, I, I actually—I don't think I don't think he's Riley's right there. I think I would replace Ben with Riley on mine. 
I think she she asked him about the attorney thing and how he would have time, and I don't think he said the right answer, but I think he's an attorney. Like, he's not going to have time. Like, that's just, like, the life of that profession. So I think she knows that in the back of her head. So I don't think Riley's going to win. It doesn't change my answer. I just can't believe we all actually forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Ivan, or Brendan, Ivan, Riley, and I can't remember my fourth. Bennett. Those are my top four. Not Zach? <laughs> no, I don't like Zach. I don't know why he's still there. I know they're falling in love, but I don't see it going well. Um, a little bit of a liar. All right. Well, also, there's a couple of funny things. Uh, ben did his, like, 2.30 in the morning walk over to her place and ed did too but ed went to chris harrison's house or chris harrison's room which i thought they were gonna i was like there's no way they meet up like there's no way they like run into each other or something like that so but then the other thing was just that short scene of noah chugging tic tacs like what was it? <laughs> he's just like ah it's just his personality <laughs> that's a kid that knows he's about to go kiss Tasha, so he's like let me get myself also, right because if you saw thing. this last episode ed was putting listerine strips on like he did like three of them in a row and like ed who are you kissing relax hey, I'll, I'll end kissing on this weights Tasha should he should have known she made a mistake in terms of who she sent home with bennett and, and uh noah when she walked in the room after sending bennett home and the first thing she sees is Noah just going like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you should know right there. Like the guy is an immature idiot. So whatever. Also really, do you really think Noah who's 25 and acts like that is ready for marriage? I would say no. I'm going to go with no. Um, I think he's ready to have a really public engagement though. Oh yeah. He wants those Instagram followers. Yeah, he does. As we say. Okay. Well, any any other notes? Just can't wait for next episode. Gosh, I'm on. It's a it's a it's a it's a back to back episode, right? Uh, oh yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, I think, or Monday, Tuesday, one and two. Monday, Tuesday. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Well, with that said, any other final notes? Nope. Um, let's go. Yeah. Let's go, Washington. Let's go, Wizards. Let's go, Nats. Let's bring someone in. Let's figure it out, guys. We got championships down the line, and just got to watch it play out. Make sure you yeah. subscribe to YouTube. It's in the link in Instagram, DC Sports XP on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm done talking. Are you guys done talking? I'm done. I think we got it all out of our system. Yeah, thanks for listening. All Bye. right. Till next time. Bye.